0: Hey, good morning, my friends. What a great day for an adventure. On today's program, we pick up our alphabetical odyssey along Route 66 in the town of Atlanta, Illinois, home of the Palms Grill Cafe, one of my favorite places for good pie when I'm on the road. As always, we have more than a few surprises for you and a whole lot of road trip inspiration. For me, road trip inspiration often begins with the music of the road crew, Take a listen to the song Under the Neon at roadcrew66.com and see if your thoughts don't turn towards road trips and adventures on the open road. Of course, I also need to thank Joe and the boys for our theme song. Before we get the show on the road, I need to give a shout out to this morning's sponsor, Grand Canyon Caverns and Inn. Great pie, good food, adventures, and lots of smiles. That's the order of the day at this venerable old Route 66 roadside attraction. Perhaps you can join me for breakfast on the 14th, as my dearest friend and I will be overnighting at the inn. And, of course, this program and Jim Hinckley's America are also made possible through support of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. Atlanta, Illinois was founded as Xenia, and a post office was established under that name in November of 1847. Over the years, there were a few name changes first to Newcastle and then to Atlanta in 1853. In 1861, it was a changed again, this time to Atlanta. Personally, if I had been a long time resident, by that point I would have been a bit confused. A 1946 guidebook to Route 66 indicates services included a garage, gas station, cafes, but no lodging. This guide also hints at the antiquated state of the business district. Quote, US 66 goes down one of the main business streets past some very old store buildings, some dating to the 1850s. The community with Bill Thomas at the helm has harnessed the Route 66 Renaissance and linked an association with that highway to vestiges from the town's early history, and the result being a dramatic transformation. This quaint little village is now a favorite destination and stop for Route 66 enthusiasts. Among the attractions is the Bunyan Giant, a towering fiberglass statue cradling an equally giant hot dog in a pocket park. The statue was built by the same company that manufactured the Gemini Giant. It was relocated from Berwyn, Illinois. Providing a more historic context, the business district are a wide array of colorful murals and restored signs on the old brick structures by the world-famous letterheads. Other unique attractions include an octagonal library and a museum built in 1908 of white granite that received recognition with inclusion in the National Register of Historic Places. The J.H. Grain Elevator Museum dates to 1903 and a circa 1909 Seth Thomas clock in a 40-foot tower that's wound by hand every eight days. As I enjoy a good slice of pie and a hot cup of coffee while on the road, a particular note is the recently refurbished Palms Grill Cafe at 110 Southwest Arch Street in the historic Downey Building. After more than a decade of closure, the resurgent interest on the highway made it economically viable to refurbish the cafe to its original 1935 appearance, especially as the blue ribbon homemade pie that received international exposure with inclusion of the cafe in the 2011 television special by Scottish comedian Billy Connolly's Route 66. Our next stop is also in Illinois. The initial settlement of Auburn, established in 1835, was located approximately one mile northwest of the current town. A post office established on the current site in 1838 was designated Sugar Creek, but it was later changed to Auburn in March of 1839, which resulted in the former community becoming Old Auburn. As a stop on the Alton and Sangamon Railroad after 1853, the town quickly eclipsed its namesake, resulting in the original community's abandonment. The Hotel, Garage, Service Station, and AAA Club Directory of 1927 list one recommended service facility in Auburn, the Pierce and Ramsey Garage that offered after-hour service. Auburn is located on a pre-1931 alignment of Route 66 that was originally State Highway 4, between Auburn and Chatham is a rare hand-laid red-brick section of the original roadway, now Snell and Curran Road, that's listed on the National Register of Historical Places. Before, before continuing with a geographical journey, let me introduce you to Cyrus Avery, known today as the father of Route 66. Born in Stevensville, Pennsylvania on August 31st, 1871, Avery relocated to Oklahoma in 1901 and established the Avery Oil and Gas Company of Tulsa in 1907. He was also a partner in the Woodland Park Development Company, as well as a Tulsa County Commissioner and a very early proponent of Good Roads. During the teens, Avery joined numerous transcontinental road associations and became active in their promotion, including the Oklahoma Good Roads Association. He served as the vice president of the Ozark Trails Association and was instrumental in bringing the national convention for the organization to Tulsa in 1916. Portions of this trail system in the Sooner State were incorporated into the initial alignment of US 66 after 1926. From his position with this association, he successfully lobbied the Oklahoma State Legislature for passage of a law that stated in part County commissioners shall make contracts with persons resident along the highway for regular dragging of all roads which have been graded to a roadway not exceeding 20 feet in width. Sandy roads being properly clayed, the cost not to exceed $5 per mile per year to be paid from funds raised by taxation of the property in the county. In addressing the Ozark Trails Convention on May 27th, 1914, He called attention to efforts at Oklahoma to utilize crude oil on roads in an effort to make them suitable for all weather and to lessen the need for regular maintenance. Our 25 independent refiners are making the best of road oil, and when the proper methods are supplied to our dirt, we can have a system of highways that will rival California. From 1917 to 1927, he served as president of the Albert Pike Highway Association an organization that he helped found. This automotive trail system connected Colorado Springs, Colorado with Arkansas via Tulsa. The Muskogee Times Democrat on September 19, 1917 wrote, Tulsa people are taking the most active interest in the plans for building the Albert Pike Highway running from Arkansas through Tulsa to Colorado Springs. Recently, Mr. Avery, president of the association, and and E. Guthrie, secretary, completed a trip over the proposed route from Tulsa to Arkansas. In an article about the Albert Pike Highway published in the Sequoia County Democrat in 1919, his efforts received extensive praise. In 1921, he was elected president of the group Associated Highways of America. In 1922, he accepted an appointment from Oklahoma Governor Trapp to the position of State Highway Commissioner. And this was a position that led to his appointment by the U.S. Department of Agriculture to the Joint Board of Interstate Highways in 1925. The primary purpose of the board was the development and coordination of an interstate highway system that would utilize and uniform systems of markers and signs. As a bit of Route 66 trivia, initial highway designation as approved by this committee placed U.S. 60 as the highway from Chicago to Los Angeles through Oklahoma. However, the change to U.S. 66 was the result of a compromise with the governor of Kentucky negotiated by Avery. As a keynote speaker, Avery, representing the Tulsa Chamber of Commerce, at a meeting of representatives of cities along Federal Highway 66 in Tulsa on February 4, 1927, Inspired attendees with ideas on promoting the highway is ensuring proper routing. Adoption of many of his ideas, including on how to raise revenue for completion of portions of the road between St. Louis and Tucumcari, were critical components in the development of U.S. 66. Additionally, Avery utilized the gathering of delegates and interested parties to establish the U.S. Highway 66 Association, an organization that Avery would assume the presidency of in March 1929. The Joplin Globe noted in March 1929, a permanent organization will be known as U.S. 66 Highway Association, the main street of America, was perfected at a meeting of delegates from various towns along National Highway Number 66 in Tulsa today. The association will launch a campaign to encourage the use of the highway, Which is the most direct all-weather road from chicago to los angeles in addition to this work avery was also instrumental in the development of numerous aspects of the modern highway system the implementation of a gasoline tax to finance highway construction and maintenance in oklahoma that was his idea the beautification of roadsides with the planting of clover and native plants also an avery idea and the development of grading systems as well as patenting the equipment needed for the grading That was also Cyrus Avery's handiwork. Well, hey, thank you for joining me. It looks like we're out of time once again. I hope you can be with us again next Sunday for the story of a Missouri ghost town that played a surprisingly large part in the outcome of the American Civil War west of the Mississippi River. Until next time, my friends, adios!